Amen. I get my screens going. Amen. I can get some help. Maybe I'm pressing the wrong button. Maybe it's not on. <laughs> That's what it is. It wasn't on. Amen. You got to turn it on before the move, right? <laughs> Amen. So you are welcome here to Berean Church International today. On behalf of myself and Pastor Valerie Carter, we would want you to be in any other place. We want you to be in any other place but right here. Can y'all hear me fairly well? Amen, amen. amen. And y'all know why we exist. We exist that God be magnified throughout the earth by equipping you for abundant living. Go on, help me with this. Through worship, fellowship, discipleship, evangelism, and ministry. Now give God a great big hand clap of praise. I, I want you to clap where it stings just a little bit. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. God deserves a stinging hand clap every now and then. I don't know if you've ever been to a football game or a basketball game and you left the game and you were hoarse and your hands were red because you were screaming for your team. How many people know that your team may win or lose? But how many people do we have in a place that know that God never loses? So since God never loses, I believe I clap louder for him then I clap for the losers. Amen, amen. Didn't take a game seven for God. Y'all better hear me. No, didn't take a game seven for God, amen. When he died on the cross, he died once and for all. It wasn't a series. It wasn't a payment of payments. It was one payment. Amen, amen. Transformation 2014 is what we've seen our year. And I am still beseeching and begging you, and uh, it will be, be behooving for you to name your year. Right. Name it. What have you named your year? You've got to name it something. Because if you don't name it something, right, it can be called anything. I hope you've named your year something good this year. Now, I do this every, off, every now and then because I believe there's some people in here who haven't called their year something. Call it something. Amen. If you don't name it, somebody else will. Amen. But we've named this year Transformation 2014, and we have used the icon and the picture of a butterfly and a caterpillar, caterpillar and uh, it's a change from the inside out. And, and this is a process. It's a change that does not take place overnight, but it can take years for this change to take place. But you've got to get started somewhere. Hunt your neighbor and say, you've got to get started somewhere. I hear a lot of people saying, you know, I don't want to do so-and-so and so-and-so because it takes a long time for that to take place. But I'm here to tell you, you keep laying down and getting up, time's going to pass. Amen. Next month I'll be 50 years old. I remember when I started a, a, a course in college, and, and the course was about eight weeks, nine weeks or whatever, and I thought that was a very long time. But how many people know when you get 50, nine weeks don't mean anything? How many people know when you get 50, four years don't mean anything? Are y'all listening to me? So all of you who are putting off things because you're thinking it's going to take too long, long's going to get here. Somebody missed it, amen. You just keep living, it's going to get here. And I don't want you to grow up and be a hater, thinking about, I wish I'd have did so-and-so. When you see so-and-so get their degrees and have their money and living in their cars and got a nice family, and you uh, forfeited all that because you thought it would take too long. I'm glad it takes a long time for some things to take place because I learned some things from God, because he allowed things to take place over a period of time. 
He didn't do it yesterday. And he's not going to do it tomorrow, but in time. Amen. He makes himself clear in time. So all of you who are waiting on clarity from God, just give God some time. You've given everything else some time. May as well give God some time. Amen, amen. So this change we're talking about is from the inside out. And I want you to read this, these with me, okay? Ready to read. What shape is your world in? What shape? I didn't say the world, because all of us have our own worlds. And whatever shape your world is in, you can trace it back to your thought life. Are y'all listening to me? Whatever shape you're in right now is from a thought you had some while ago. You meditated on that thought, and then you began to speak what you were thinking. And then the words determined your actions, and now you have a world because of the way that you have been thinking. Don't blame anybody else but your thought life. Your thought life has you where you are right now. Your thought life, I mean, your, your world is a product of the things that you've been thinking over and over and over again. No, no, I cannot read your mind, but I can see your actions. Your actions will tell me what you've been thinking. I don't know, Pastor, it just came out of nowhere. You a lie. It just didn't come out of nowhere. It came out of your head. It came out of your mind. But if the devil can get you to thinking that it came out of nowhere, you'll never address transformation in your mind. It just came out of the blue. No, unless your mind is called blue, it did not come out of the blue. It came out of your mind. The Word of God says this, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. So we just have the scripture that undergirds the things that we just read. It says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. So whatever you're thinking, sooner or later, that is what you will become. You think about hamburgers all the time? You won't become one, but you sure look like one. Two all beef padded, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, on a sesame seed bun. And that's what all you think about. That's what you become. So today what we want to talk about, we want to talk about Finley, we want to talk about an attitude of transformation. You will never be changed from the inside out unless your attitude becomes an attitude of transformation. Unless you begin to think about changing from the inside out. Trying to change from the inside out and not getting your head right is just like buying a package of tomato plants and never putting them in the ground. And then at the end of the season, wondering why you don't have any tomatoes. Are y'all listening to me? So that's what we want to talk about, amen. Attitude is everything. Somebody says everything. everything. And what I want us to do today, I want us to destroy negativity from our lives. I believe a lot of us are not transformed into what God wants us to be transformed into. is because we have negativity all around us. Pastor Bell said there's a time to put some things out. Are y'all listening to me? So if you have any negativity in your life right now, open up the doors of your mind and say, you got to get out. Anybody ever put anybody out the house before? I ain't saying that they ain't living with you now, but at one time or another. You gave somebody an eviction notice. 
I feel my strength now. Amen. You see, there are some thoughts that you need to give an eviction notice. If those thoughts are not fruitful, if they're not paying the rent every month, you got to open the door and let those thoughts out. Amen. And if you can't put them out, amen, then you move. See, a lot of people hot because things won't move. Then if things won't move, you move. You mobile, you have the power to move. Amen, amen. You cannot control what a life is. You can control what life is easy or hard by your attitude. If life is hard for you right now, change the way you look at it. Some of life is too easy. You need to change the way you're looking at that and give yourself a challenge. Right? Sometimes you have to test yourself. People who hang on to that negative attitude, they never grow. Are you where you are five years ago? If you are, it's because of your negative attitude, right? They really never experienced the joy, the contentment, and success that comes when we fast from the wrong attitude. So really what I'm calling for today is a fast. I know we think about fast. We think about fried chicken, fish, and tea, and drinks. Amen. But some of us need to fast from our stinking thinking because stinking thinking causes dirty deeds, and we got to fast from that. You got to separate yourself. You got to wean yourself from thinking dirty about yourself. You got to wean yourself from calling yourself anything but a child of God. One thing you got to do, you got to look at and consider what you call yourself. I'm not talking about when you're out in the streets. I'm talking about when it's just you and the mirror. What do you call yourself? Are you calling yourself stupid? Are you calling yourself unattractive? Are you calling yourself unemployed? What are you calling yourself when you by yourself? Not when you're with me. Not, not what you portray to other folk. I'm talking about what you see when you look in the mirror. Whatever you see when you look in the mirror, that's the way you live. So when you look in the mirror, you see a pimp? That's what you are. Can we just talk? You might explain some things to the truth. If you look in the mirror and see a hole, that's why you got different men in the bed every day because that's what you see yourself as. That's all. It, look, look, if you look in the mirror and say, I ain't going to never be nothing. Nothing is what you'll be. You got to fast from some things. I don't care what ain't Susan May called you, she'll lie. Because, see, some of us still battling stuff that, that folk told us a long time ago. You ain't going to never be nothing. You're sorry. You're low down. You're going to be just like your mama. You're going to be just like your daddy. You might look like your mama. You might look like your daddy, but you ain't your mama. You ain't your daddy. And you don't have to be like them. God has called you to head and not to tail. Amen. So today, let's change it today by developing an attitude of transformation. So what I just plan to talk with you uh, about for the next, I don't know, 45, 50 minutes, maybe an hour and a half. That's just to wake some people up. I know they hear an hour and a half. Somebody says, well, my green's on. He can't talk for an hour and a half. So the first thing we got to do, we have to redefine attitude, right? And, and what we have to say is we have to uh, remember 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. It says, and for we walk by and not by sight. Amen. So I got to commit this verse to my memory is what I got to do. And I know you heard it a lot of times, right? But it will guide you through many storms. It will guide you above them. Come I say above them. Above them. Now see, now, now let, let me tell you, that this scripture right here, right, won't make the storms go away. But it'll pick you up and allow you to fly over the storm. 
See, a lot of us want storms to go away. And God said, no, nah, I want you to take the wings of faith. Now, I want you to fly over the storm. I want you to look down and say, ooh, they're catching it bad. But because I am a person of faith, I fly over some stuff. Do I have anybody in here who will witness to the fact that sometimes you have to fly over some stuff? It ain't going to change. And especially if you're talking about changing another person. If you're trying to change somebody else, you might as well use faith to just fly over there and pray for them that God will show them the way one day. I tried to change folks. You cannot change people. I got to commit this to Henry. I, what I got to do is I got to know that attitude is a mindset that takes priority over all the facts. You, you, can't, you can't get your, your mind tied up in the facts when you're a Christian because you are a person of faith. As a matter of fact, when the Bible says, for we walk by faith and not by sight, I think we could actually say, for we walk by faith and not by the facts because the facts will kill you. The fact of the matter is, I was born on Whitehead Hill. Some of y'all know where that is. No, not Langdale Memorial Hospital. No, they call it midwife. That was 1964, while some black women were still having babies at home. One no Obamacare. The care I received was Miss Emma Walker. That was the midwife. Sometimes a woman didn't had the baby by the time they arrived. They just come and say, yeah, it's a boy. Born at home. First house I remember was on coal line. Now, these are the facts. Oh, y'all listen to me. Well, somewhere between Whitehead Hill and now, I got a degree in medical technology. Somewhere between coal line and now, I got a degree in nursing. Somewhere between coal line and now, right, I got a degree in public health. But now have we looked at the facts, right? I could be an ATMO right now. Are y'all listening to me? Right? Or I could be no more right now. Because the facts said that a black boy born in 1964 below the poverty level wouldn't make it to 50. Are y'all listening to me? But somebody has some faith. I believe my mama had a little faith. I believe my grandmama had a little faith. Are y'all listening to me, right? And so what happens is, is their faith rose above the facts. Y'all got to listen to me, right? You got to take on the mindset of faith that takes precedence over all other facts. Facts is of the world, but faith is of God. Facts bring about frustration, but faith brings about anticipation. Are you frustrated right now about anything in your life? If there's a whole lot of frustration in your life, I believe you're paying too much attention to the facts. Facts bring about frustration, but faith brings about anticipation. Faith says, I'm going to get it if I hold on to it. Faith says, I'm going to get it if I stick in there. Faith says, I'm going to get it no matter what it looks like. Faith also brings, facts also brings about stagnation. Facts will stop you in your tracks. But faith begins progress. I got to change my mind. I cannot continue to look at the facts, but I got to look at my faith. It is my faith in God. I believe the word of God says, is there anything too hard for God? Then the Bible answers a few chapters, another book later. It answers, no, there's no thing too hard for God. Now, I want to hang out with a God in which there's nothing too hard for him. I don't know who your God is. I don't know what your God is. If your God is a woman, it's some stuff that's too hard for her. If your God is a man, it's some stuff too hard for him. Right? 
If your God is a car, you can't call on a car at 3 o'clock in the morning. And as a matter of fact, I never serve a God that I had to put fuel in. If you've got to fuel your own God, you need to change your God because the God that I have has his own internal energy. So I've got to redefine attitude. I've got to say my attitude is an attitude of faith and not looking at the facts. I always have to remember that my attitude determines my altitude. I know it's pithy saying, right? And, and, and a lot of times I don't like sayings like that, but when there's some truth in a saying like, like that, you have to accept it. Where you are right now is determined by how you have been thinking over the last several years. You are not here by incidence, coincidence, or accident. You are here because of your mental uh, uh, awareness. You're here because of what you've been thinking about. So don't let anybody tell you, right, oh, I don't know why you're here. No, you thought this up. You thought it up. Look, tell me this right here. How did you get to church today? You, 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 had, you had to think about it. And perhaps you told somebody, I think I'm going. <laughs> right? Then was your words. You had the idea that you were going. Then you start talking like you were going. Huh? Got on out of the bed and looked in the closet. Amen. Found something presentable to put on. Thank God that you were going to Berean and not somewhere else so you didn't have to get G'd up, put on your Sunday hat and your Sunday frock. Amen. And you come on in here, but it, it started with a thought. It started with an idea, and now you're here, right? So you've got to understand that you're here because of a thought, right? And your attitude determines your attitude. How you think will determine where you'll go in life. Somebody said, ready to reach new horizons, new places is where I'm ready to go, right? I've got to set my mind on things above. You see, I cannot set my mind on things below if I'm trying to go above. Are y'all listening to me? Right? I can't think about uh, crawling all the time when I really want to swim. But if I think about crawling, then, then that's what I'm going to do. So I've got to set my mind on things above. Here they are, right here. Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, if you live in a lie, that's what you've been thinking. Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report. Somebody say a good report. I want to exegete this thing in a little bit, but I need to talk about good report right now. We got too many people that are, that are thinking on bad reports. I tell you this right here. You are the gatekeeper of your mind. And if anybody brings you a bad report, right, then you have the authority to receive the report or not. So many of us have received reports from other people, and they became our report. But don't you bring your trash to me. Because I'm trying to think on things above. Amen. Because I have a thing called a trash can, and I will put it in there real quick, still love you, still speak to you, still hug you when I see you. But your bad report, I throw a slam in the trash can. Yes, I will. I will. Because I don't have time for negativity in my life. A man given 70 years and I'm 50. You think I'm going to deal with your negativity when I ain't got but 20 years left? I ain't going to deal with your message, but Don't bring it to me. I still love you because I speak the truth in love. But I don't want your garbage. Yeah, 30 years ago, I might have hung on to it for a little while. Huh? I'm trying to get my obituary together, ain't I? 
What, what is Paul saying here? Paul saying first think honest thoughts. He's saying think holy thoughts. He's saying think thirdly think harmonious thoughts. If your life is split up, right, let's say splintered. If your life is everywhere, if it's not whole, little bitty over here, huh? It's like that song a long time ago. Little bit of Linda on my mind, a little bit. If you spread between three, four women, you can't have no harmony in your life. If you spread between three or four men, you can't have, if you spread between three or four jobs, you So I got to think whole thoughts. I got to think thoughts that are harmonious. I believe sometimes when the praise team practice, you're trying to make sure your harmony is right, that your harmony is good. Because it's, it's pleasing. Right. Good. Is that, a lot of times you can know the words, but if your harmony ain't what it ought to be. Right. If all oh, kids, I believe we got a lot of Christians that know the words, right? right but your harmony ain't good, right. right? You know it, but what you know ain't lining up with what you live in, and so you out of tune. We got too many Christians who are out of tune. Are y'all listening to me, right? Now look, you can make a joyful noise, Amen. I think I need to talk right there just for one minute. Not, not, not even a minute. I think I need to talk right there just for a minute. We are giving you a word so that you will have a word that your walk may line up with a word. You see, you, can, you can't charge nobody to walk right if they don't get a good word. So that's why here at Berean Church, we want to make sure that you got a good word because you got a good word, eventually you have a good walk. Oh, y'all listen to me. That's why a lot of times I try not to let my theatrics outshine my theology. Oh, y'all listen to me. That's why I don't holler and jump up on the table. I could do it. Oh, well, you could anyway. Amen. But, but I could, amen. I could work myself into a frenzy. But then y'all be thinking about, well, dog, why he got that white stuff on the corner of his mouth? Don't miss everything I said because I was screaming from the top of my lungs. Amen. So I want to make sure that you get a good word, Amen. Because I want you to have harmonious life. I want you to have a life where you got a word that you can walk by. And then I got to, I got to be like Pharrell. I got to have to live thing happy. We got to be happy. Happy thoughts. Yeah, I, I got to think happy thoughts if I want happy stuff to take place in my life. Then he said I got to think healthy thoughts. Now, we can go a whole lot of ways with that, right? But I believe we're talking about our emotional health and our spiritual health because a lot of us are physically unhealthy because our emotions are unhealthy and because we're spiritually unhealthy. You've got to understand that everything that is seen comes from something that is not seen, right? So if, 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 I'm, if I'm physically unhealthy, I've got to check my, my spirituality, Right? If I'm always stressed out and frustrated, I got to see where I am in the spiritual realm. Are y'all listening to me? Because what's going on in the physical realm is really a mirror of what's taking place in your spirit. So if your life is just crazy right now, and I ain't here to judge you if it is, it's the indication you need to do something about your spirit, man. Right? If you don't know which way is up, which way is down, right? You always trying to figure out what's going on. Right? It's something in your spirit, man. Right? It's something in your spirituality that needs to be taken care of. And then I need to think heavenly thoughts. Pastor Carter, what is heavenly thoughts? The opposite of hellish thoughts. 
That ain't, that ain't hard. That ain't hard. You know why we got some hellish people? Because they think hell all the time. I don't know if you got anybody in your family. Everybody got one person in their family say hellish all the time. It's what they're thinking about. It's the person in the family. Nobody don't like me. No, it ain't that we don't like you, right? You just raise hell when you come around. We love you. you. We got the same chromosome, same DNA and everything. But when you come around, just hell, it just be hell. You. Nobody can ever do anything right. Who cooked this chicken? Why y'all ain't got no potato salad? Y'all ain't got no cornbread? What? We love you. We just don't want to be around you. It ain't nothing we wouldn't do for you. But we must rather fix your place or we see you later. You just hellish. And that hell came from your fault life. You already think about who you're going to argue with before you get to the family reunion. If that's you, you got to change your thought life. I hope so-and-so be there. I'm going to tell her two years ago she didn't speak to you. Huh? It was raining cats and dogs outside. You flashed your light. She didn't see it. Look at her. Can't speak now. Try not to run in the ditch. Let me find my here. I don't like y'all. Y'all mess with me like that. I've been trying to give y'all something. Amen. So what I got to do, I got to program my thinking for above only. Right? which means I got to get my thought life out of the gutter. And I got determined that I'm going to think about above ground stuff. I'm not going to get in the dirt. Amen. But I'm going to think about above things is what I'm going to do. I'm going to determine the mindset or the mindset that before it happens, I'm going to determine the thing in my mind before it happens that whatever happens, I'm going to do good in it. Right? This is how I'm going to think today no matter what comes my way. Well, how do I program above thinking only? I got to meditate on the Word of God. I got to. If I'm going to program, if you want to reprogram how you think, you got to meditate on something different. Y'all know I've been saying this for the last two or three weeks. Scandal and being Mary Jane, I can't. Although, although, last week, I guess it was a rerun, you know, I said something about being Mary Jane uh, Church and how you don't need to watch it. And it might have been last Sunday, Monday, one of them nights. They must have been showing a rerun or something, but I, ca- I caught I caught some Mary Jane. I, I did. Gabrielle Union's a beautiful woman. I caught some Mary Jane, but I kept watching and I got kind of convicted. Because God said, look, this, this is imitating life. We got a lot of folk like Mary Jane. And a lot of folks in that show just like the characters in there. He said, Vernon Carter, don't you know that's job security for you? Somebody. Yeah, that's, that's job security because everybody on that show needs Jesus. I ain't saying that the actors do. I ain't saying the actors do, but the characters they play, everybody, they need the Lord. For real. So then you don't preach it like me that are going to break it down. Are y'all telling me? She needs to know, right, that, 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 that she don't have to be lonely because there is a God that never sleeps in her stomach. I watched her sit on the edge of the bed and wonder if she'd ever have a man. And I said, you know, that character really needs Jesus because he said he'll never leave you. 
nor forsake you. See, you don't need a preacher to watch a show like that because I get a sermon right quick like. And I'm just watching for research purposes. I won't watch again. I believe it's all the same thing. It's just different folk entering into the picture every now and then, right? But if I want to change my mind, I cannot think about those things, right? I got to meditate, right, on the Word of God day and night. Somebody say meditate, meditate. Day, and night. day and night. Look at the results. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, which means that you will always have a supply. Like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Your, your supply will never run out. But I like the next part. When I meditate on the word of God day and night, listen to what it says, that bringeth forth fruit in his season. Somebody say his season. See, I got to program my mind for above thinking only because when I do that, right, then I understand that my season is coming. For all you haters, Man, because somebody else had got something and you ain't got it yet. You need to reprogram yourself to above ground thinking. Because when I think of above only, I know that my time coming. You need to hunt your neighbor right now and say, my time coming. I'm, I'm about ready to sit down. If I'm going to have an attitude of transformation, I got to remember that I have the mind of Christ. Pastor Carter, how did you get the mind of Christ? I meditated. All of us in this room have the opportunity to have the mind of Christ, to have Christ's thoughts running through your head. The Bible says it. For who have known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we, but we, but we, but we, we is an inclusive word, but we, Christians, we have the mind of Christ. Right? The mind of Christ is an attitude. Amen. Are y'all listening to me right? Jesus saw food when 5,000 was hungry. Right. It was his attitude. Y'all understand what I'm saying? And I have that same mindset. So when I come in thinking big and talking big, right, it ain't about my environment. It's about my mindset. Right. Are y'all listening to me? He saw healing when multitudes were sick. Right? I have that same mind in me, right? He saw life when a child was dead. His attitude, what he saw, took precedence over all the other facts. And you have that mind. Yeah, that's the mind you have. You have the mind, right, when you look out and don't see a job, you can say, I got a job. Oh, y'all listen to me. I can look out and when I don't see a supermate, I can say, you know what? One coming one day. Y'all, it's how you look at it. Another pithy thing, cliche. You can look up and it can be partly sun or partly cloudy. It's just your perspective. You look at a glass of water, you can say it's half empty or half full. It's your perspective. Huh? You can see a mud puddle and say, that's some dirty water right there. Or you can say, that's clean water mixed with some good dirt. I believe I might be able to plant something. Are y'all listening to me? Right? It's perspective. And you got the mind of Christ, right? So you can... See what others see and expect different results. Seeing starts with a start seeing what he saw. See the solution in every problem. If you want to live a problem-free life, this world is not for you. And if this world is not for you, you're saying God is a lie. Because God thought enough to put you in this world, so he thought this world 
was good for you. Are y'all listening to me? You see, so God will allow us to have problems in life because he made every last one of us in this room a problem solver. Y'all missed it. Y'all missed it. God did not arbitrarily make anything. Everybody in this room was made to solve a problem that would might come up. You are a problem solver. You are an answer. You are a solution. You are not a problem. Question is, what are you a solution to? See, God didn't make you so your mom can have four children. Huh? You were made so somebody could have a little brother or a little sister. But that was something, that was a quest. That was something in this world that you could solve. It may have been loneliness for another person. Anybody been helped for another person? Oh, y'all listen to me. But you were made to solve a problem. Don't you go to your grave not solving the problem that you were made to solve. I'm getting ready to go. This is my last, my last point. The reason I can have an attitude that's transformational is because God has given me an incredible brain. I don't care what they called you, dumb, slow. You know, we like putting uh, initials on folks. Oh, he got ADHD. He emotionally challenged. Huh? And we got all types of things that we, we like labeling folks because when we can label it, we can categorize you. And when we can categorize you, we can separate you from the good folk. Are, are y'all listening to me? You got no, you got an incredible brain. I don't care what uh, class people has put you in. I got worried for it, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power and a love and a sound mind. And contrary to popular belief, those aren't words to a song. That's the Bible. Songwriter wasn't clever enough to write that. Y'all know the song, but that's scripture. And the Bible said, I don't care if y'all said call the crazy as a Betsy bug. The word of God said, I got a sound mind. See, Eric, I need that on the days when folk call and call the crazy. I need to know that God has given me a sound mind. When folk have said that, boy, done lost his mind. I look at the word of God, and the word of God says, I got a sound mind. Now, a psychiatrist can say what they want to say. When I read the word of God, he tells me I got a sound mind. Now, for all of you who don't understand sound, my grandmama, when something was pretty strong, they said, now that's sound right there. Anybody had a grandmama, they used to say, they're testing that, that's sound right there. They meant that it was strong. And I got a strong mind because God has given me a strong mind. And because I have a strong mind, I can override the facts in my life. Because I have faith enough to use a sound mind. Are y'all listening? And since I got a sound mind, I got to ask my brain better questions. Because my brain can handle it because God has given me a sound mind. As a matter of fact, I meditate on his word and I have the mind of Christ. So if I got the mind of Christ, I got to ask my brain some better questions. I got to change the way that I challenge my brain. I got to begin to ask my brain smarter questions. Not can I do it, but how am I going to do it? Are y'all listening to me? I got to begin to ask smarter questions. 
Uh, it is smarter than you have thought. I know, I know that I told you you're dumb. Right? And, 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 and if you didn't get a chance to graduate college, if you didn't get a chance to even graduate high school, we ain't talking about education right now. We're talking about spirituality. I know people got a whole lot of degrees, right? Spirit don't look like nothing, though. Right? Now, this is not the down education. But if you have matriculated from somebody's university, I don't want you to think, right, that you don't have the power to change your mind. Because you do have the power to change your mind. Amen. Ask it. What's good about this situation? And pause and let it search for answers. A lot of us think our brain ain't no good because it don't give us an answer right away. But you've got to understand, your brain got to dig through a whole lot of stuff. A lot of times to get you to the right answer. Got to dig through when you were five years old and somebody told you because you were left-handed, you were afflicted. It got to get underneath. Under there. Huh? It got to dig beneath when somebody told you you were six years old. You not needing buck to. It got to go all underneath. All that. Hit. Sometimes when I pull up a search on my computer, it says searching. Don't mean it ain't there. But it got a whole lot of other files to go through before it can get to what I asked it. And you got to understand that the very first computer ever made was your brain. Right? It can save. Come on, somebody. It can retrieve. Are y'all listening to me? Right? You can store stuff. The best thing about that, things can't be deleted. It's always in there somewhere. And a lot of times we think it's been deleted, but then somebody will come up and the file will appear. So I thought I deleted that file. No, that file was attached to Nene when Nene came up. That was a Nene file. One react to anything else but Nene. Let me, let me preach. I got it. Your brain will come up. Positives and solutions. Because I got the mind of Christ. Y'all understand what I'm saying here? Okay. We getting ready to go. Y'all ready thinking and say it? Somebody remember these thinking and say it? Are y'all ready? Amen. Ready? Read. Clap for the clap. This killing a whole lot of us. You got to rise above just getting by. Thank y'all so much. We've been good today. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Thank God.